0: All right, y'all, it's part three of the perfect storm because we did not finish all the details that we wanted to cover in the first two to set you up on where we think the market truly is headed. In the first two podcasts, we highlighted a lot of information, and now Joseph is going to talk to us about where he thinks it's headed, which I think will be a, a big surprise. But before he gets into the details of that, I want to make two uh bullet points about the housing market right now. And the first one is that um, new listing inventory is up 26.6% and pending sales is down 21.9%, which means inventory is up and sales are down. And then the other thing I wanted to say that's an interesting point to highlight is if the average medium for a new home and United States is around four hundred thousand dollars, give or take. And if you were to do a new, buy a new home today for around four hundred thousand dollars, and you um, you know applied for a mortgage rate um, and got your mortgage, you would be paying around seven hundred dollars a month more than you would at the beginning of the year. And we're almost at a six percent mortgage rate. So it's it, mortgage rates are going up. Uh, it's impacting the average uh, mortgage payment each month of $700. And that's just notable. And I wanted to make that comment. So um, and please don't hesitate to ask me more questions offline to talk about this because it's um, the, the, the market is changing. The real estate market is changing. It's a buyer's market, which is fantastic for the buyers. And we can certainly as we said in the last podcast, talk about selling oranges to oranges and apples to apples, and but then you could upgrade in different areas you might want to live. So there's a lot of benefit to this in the housing market, this shift to a buyer's market, um, as we talked about in the last two podcasts. Now, uh, Joseph is going to talk about another trifecta. <laughs> Everything seems to come in threes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, tell us, Joseph, um, what you think is coming.
1: Okay. So Kelly, um, in the Part one and part two and i'm, I'm going to try to be uh quick here um because i know the first two went on for a while but um anyways in the in the first two segments that we um did here recently we said that we would talk about where i think the market is headed and we didn't get to highlight that in the first two so i thought we'd circle back around um, with one more and kind of discuss that real quickly and so if we uh if we look at kind of maybe where the stock market is going uh what price it's going to one way we can do that is to try to take a fundamental viewpoint of it so one way to do that is to look at earnings so what are corporate earnings for say the s p 500 a lot of people are invested in index funds so they may be in a SP 500 index fund so if we look at what the earnings are going to be and then look at like, say like a price earnings multiple which basically just takes price and divides it by earnings and you get a multiple and then you kind of get a sense of what the valuation is and over the long term price earnings multiples tend to be around 16. okay so if we kind of use that as a backdrop to try to um, back into where i think pricing is going We can look at earnings now and kind of where they're likely to be uh, coming up. And to do that, I think, like you said, there's another set of three factors that are out there that we don't see very often. And Stan Druckenmiller, who we referenced um, last time, he's probably the best investor of our time. And in a recent interview, he um, talked about how if you look at periods where oil prices are up notably, interest rates have risen a lot, and the value of the U.S. dollar has gone up a lot all at the same time, when you get those three factors spiking, it usually magnifies a negative impact back to corporate earnings. And so if we look at, you know, what we talked about last time with this oncoming global recession, then we have these other three factors that are very it's unusual to see all all three of those spiking at the same time Um, and factor that in as well. We could have a kind of an outsized impact back to corporate earnings. So now let's let's look at some numbers and this may get a little detailed for podcasts, but let's do it anyway. so right now we have corporate earnings for the S and P 500 at around $205. And um, what's kind of interesting is people right now, the expectation of the market is for those earnings to be $240 by the end of 2023, which is an increase of 17%. So that's kind of that built in expectations of corporate earnings in the market right now. But if we get a, global recession, there's no way in the world we're going to get there. And in fact, we're likely to get a fairly good sized decline in corporate earnings. So now let's try to figure out what kind of decline that might be. So one way we can do that is we can look back to maybe a period that is somewhat analogous to the current period. And that would be the 81-82 recession, 1981
0: through 82. In the 1900s. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and so there, um, you know, everybody or a lot of people know that we were coming out of a lot of inflation in the late 70s. And then Paul Volcker came into the Fed and raised interest rates to address inflation. And we got a, a global recession in 81, 82. And what's kind of interesting there, as well as that we had, you know, spike in oil prices coming into that. Then we had sharply rising interest rates from the Federal Reserve. And we also saw a good-sized increase in the value of the U.S. dollar. So we had those three factors at work in that period, as well as a global recession. So that, that period there is somewhat analogous to what we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won't be the same. And so what did corporate earnings do back then? Well, they dropped by 18%. And so if we take that and apply it now to the $205 of corporate earnings we have, an 18% decline would get us to roughly $168. Okay. So if we use that as kind of a maybe a baseline of where corporate earnings might go, and then we apply uh, multiple price earnings multiple to that, we can get an idea of maybe where pricing is going to go. And so if we look at, we kind of said that the average long-term multiple is about 16. Well, during times where inflation is 3% or more, the multiple is usually around 15. So it goes down a little bit. And then when when inflation is above 5%, the multiple averages around 12. So it goes down even further because people are willing to pay less during higher periods of inflation for stocks. So... If we take those two, say, if we apply 15 multiple to $168 of earnings, we get to a price target of say 2,500 on the S and P 500. And if we apply a 12 multiple, you know, which is associated with inflation above 5%, which is where we are now, we get to a price target of say roughly 2000. So that gets us, if we kind of average those, so say maybe we come out in the middle somewhere, that gets us to around twenty two fifty price target on the S and P five hundred.
0: And what is the
1: and S&P so, right now? And so the S and P five hundred right now is sitting over four thousand, and it's sitting at roughly four thousand sixty seven. So, if so, I, I so think we're kind of so that's I, dropping fifty percent. Yeah, so I think we're headed towards twenty two hundred on the S and P five hundred under this scenario. And so that would be a drop of forty five percent. Wow. And so um, and that's why we noted um, in these first two um, parts that it's kind of a time to be to, you know, look deeper at how you're positioned to get prepared for this. Um, And so what's also kind of interesting is so we kind of made this analogy back to 81, 82 with corporate earnings dropping 18 percent. But then let's take a quick look at what happened in the last two recessions. So there, in the recession of 01, 02, earnings went down 53%. And in the recession of 07, 08, 09, earnings went down 92%. So I think this 18% drop that we've kind of backed into is pretty conservative. So um, we we could see a higher, you know, a greater drop in corporate earnings, Another factor to kind of consider as well is that profit margins, just corporate profit margins, just came off record highs not that long ago. And those are very mean reverting, meaning that they're likely to drop pretty significantly as well. So if we factor all this in, I think 18% is being pretty generous for the drop in the corporate earnings that we're likely to see. So, again, I think that 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 2200 target right now is probably not a bad kind of – you know, estimate of of kind of ballpark for where we may be headed on the on the market, and so people who are invested in these index funds, 45% drop is a pretty, pretty good size drop, and um, so again, that's why we've been highlighting to, it's time to kind of think about how you're positioned in the market, and um, you know, and, and kind of as it relates to that, um, we talked about this negative wealth effect that could occur because of these asset these drops in asset prices. Well, it came out on Friday that in quarter in the second quarter of this year we saw household net worth drop by 6.1 trillion in real dollar terms and that was the largest quarterly drop ever in household net worth now not total in history from top to bottom but just in one quarter so we're starting to see this kind of decline in that in um and household net worth start to take hold so we'll see how that translates into into spending here coming up too so anyway that's that's kind of helps to circle back around and address um where i think maybe the markets are headed as a result of this scenario we kind of outlined in part one and two. all
0: right all right well thanks for all the detail there and it sounds like it's going to be a roller coaster or as we say choppy waters in the nautical world <laughs> which has sort of been the theme in these uh in these three and certainly in the stock market world so batten down the hatches, and um, thanks for your time, Joseph.
1: Yeah, and again, um, like we said last time, if something changes and we start to see kind of the light in the tunnel, we'll come out and highlight that, and um, and we may be able to avoid some of this. But that's for right cool. now, that's that's kind of what it looks like. That's good.
0: Well, we'll have another podcast out soon, and there's a restaurant we're going to highlight and talk about an entree that they serve um, for ribs, and that'll be a fun one to lighten all this heavy talk. Take care, everybody.